We need revival. We need an awakening. But we cannot simply expect the Holy Spirit to come down and clean up all the mess we've made. We have clear direction from the Word of God with regard to what He has done through Christ. How He expects us to live. How He expects us to order His church. Start it right. Brought to you by ThisIsSalvation.com Alright everybody, we're back again for another episode. Uh, we're still in the first couple episodes and we just thought we'd release a few for you guys, you know, so we can just get the ball rolling. We're still going to start this and we're going to be doing this on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, releasing these at 7am Eastern Time in the morning. So you can start your day right, you know, start your day with the Word of God, start your day with some insight, you know, just to give you that, that push to, you know, okay, let's live this God's way. But anyways, you know, as we were going through our material and all this stuff, we were just trying to see, like, what are we trying to do? What are we trying? What message are we trying to get across? And, you know, the, there's so many messages we can be talking about. There's so many things that we will be speaking about. But, you know, as we start, there's only really, as we said in the last episode, there's only really one thing or two things, and that's prayer and the Word. If we do not have those two things regularly in our life, then anything we talk about won't have much application to your life because everything starts from prayer. Everything starts from Word. And if we don't start in those in those two little spots personally in our lives, then we can't grow. We may grow in knowledge of the Word. We may grow in, you know, our activities, but if we don't have that spiritual, intimate connection with God in prayer and in the Word, you know, then nothing else really applies to our life. And, you know, and as we spoke about in the last episode, sometimes, you know, you're on your high, you're on your low, sometimes, you know, you drift, sometimes you're on track and all that stuff. And, you know, we just want to keep everyone and ourselves and you guys accountable to know this to stay on that narrow road. And I thought about, like, what am I going to speak about for this next episode? And, you know, I had a personal experience, it was a dream maybe about sometime this year, a couple months back. And, you know, it was a sobering reality of, you know, just being busy, being, you know, occupied and, and just kind of putting God on the back burner, not really paying attention to his hand in my life. But, you know, I was just trying to focus on my life, which, you know, sometimes happens. I'm not saying it's a good thing and it's like it, that's that should be allowed. You know, like we should always be focusing on God 100 percent. But you know, I had this dream, and I'm going to kind of go through the dream. I've also posted it on my blog a few months back, but I'm going to talk about it because I never really talked about it. But anyways, as this dream started, you know, I work nights, and um, so I work days, and I work nights, and I, I come home, and sometimes, you know, I just hang out on the couch, and I relax because I don't, I don't want to wake my wife up at 3 in the morning when I get home. But anyways, I got home this day from work. You know, we're in the middle of renovating our house. You know, we're selling our house. We're trying to get it finished. You know, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm working here. You know, I'm just so, so, so busy. Like, busy made on my own terms. Like, I'm, I'm just so occupied with everything that I'm doing. And, you know, I haven't had the time to really, you know, plug in. I'm still reading. I'm still praying. I'm still doing. You know, I, I haven't forgot about God. I haven't forgot about the importance of God. But I've just been, you know, so occupied. Get it? Anyways. So 
around the time of this, uh, like this point in my life, I was, I was just so busy and like, you know, God obviously wasn't number one for me at this moment and not for any other reason other than just being busy, you know, and when you get busy, you allow God to just kind of be pushed to the back sometimes. And that's what I did. And anyways, you know, I wasn't reading and praying as intensely or as in like with discipline as I used to. And it started to show in my life, you know, there's things I would say, laugh at, watch, you know, do that, you know, I shouldn't really, you know, it's not the way a Christian should be living. And I, like I said, I fell on that drift factor. I drifted off a little bit. I was still heading north. I was still going in the direction I thought I should have been going. But, you know, just the lack of discipline, just the lack of everything else made me go onto this path where I was like, okay. And then I realized one day, whoa, how did I get here? But anyways, that's how this dream kind of kind of pushed me back to my spiritual realities. Like I got home from work. This isn't the dream yet, by the way, but I got home from work. And, um, you know, I'm just watching TV, you know, I'm just hanging out, doing my thing because I'm not too tired yet. And then all of a sudden I get tired and then I fall asleep on the couch. Like I passed out. And this dream wasn't too long. But anyways, in this dream, um, I guess I must have died or something or passed away or maybe God came back. I don't know. But all I remember is I open my eyes and I'm not in my living room anymore. I'm in this like path to a gate with a huge light behind the gate and the skies were like reddish purple you know like that 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 look where you get when you photoshop something looks really cool it looked like eerie but like peaceful and that something was coming i was anticipating and i knew exactly where i was i was before the gates of heaven i was before god i was about to enter heaven and you see i wasn't afraid At this point, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like I'm dead. Oh my gosh, God, God. I started to think, I'm like, this is what I started to think. I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm about to be before God. I'm only 27 years old. What about my wife? What about my, you know, my everything else that left on earth? Like I I wasn't ready for this. Like I'm not, this can't be happening to me right now. And then I remember all this anxiety and fear came over me for the, in the sense that, you know, like, this wasn't my plan to go this soon. This wasn't my plan to see God this soon. I wasn't afraid that I wasn't going to get in. I was more of afraid. Like, I, I wasted a lot of time doing things that weren't important. And I'm here. And I've always knew that I would be here one day. But I didn't think it would be this soon. And I remember just, like, standing in awe about what was just about to happen. And then I woke up. I woke up in a panic. I shook. I'm sweating. And I look around my living room. I see my TV, my lamps, you know, my carpet, all that stuff. And I'm like, whoo! I'm still alive. But wow, that was a sobering dream for me. It was so livid. And I'll tell you why it was so livid for me and why it was so sobering for me. Because, you know... We all know that one day we're going to die and be before the Lord. We're either going to go to heaven or we're going to go to hell, depending on if we believe in Jesus Christ for, the sa- uh, for, for him saving our sins. But, you know, we don't ever think that it's going to be tomorrow. We don't ever think that it's going to be in five minutes. We picture life as like, okay, when I'm about 65, 70, 80, 90, if I'm lucky, I'll be before the Lord and I'll have this whole life behind me ready and I'm ready to go. But at 27 years old, I wasn't ready to go. I wasn't ready to see the Lord. 
And then I started to think, then like that night, then the next morning, I was, was on my mind constantly. I was like, if I were to be in front of the Lord now, tomorrow, the next 10 minutes, next hour, next week, next month, next year, would I be prepared to say, hey, everything that you gave me, everything that you trust me, all this knowledge, the command that you told me to go tell the, the nations and make disciples of all nations and all that stuff, would I have followed it to the point of confidence and say, you know, Lord, I did your will and I'm ready to come home. And I thought about that and I was like, there is no way, no way that I was ready. And in that dream, you know, I guess maybe the Holy Spirit spoke to me in a sense that I was like, listen, don't waste your time. You could be gone tomorrow. You could like this. This life is not guaranteed to anyone tomorrow. Not guaranteed to you the next five minutes. I could die during this podcast. You know what I mean? And then who's going to post it? Hopefully someone does. But when, when, when that reality and that thought came, it just kind of renewed my focus. It was like, okay, house is good. Job is good. Car, all this stuff is good. Like, yeah, I got to take care of my wife, my family, and I got to be, you know, I got to provide and all this. But like, I'm not focusing on God. I got to focus on God first. And all these things come secondary. And, you know, and, and for me in my faith, I'm always up and down, up and down. Not like I'm very passionate, very, I'm like very into the word. You can ask my wife. I'm like, there's some days where I'm like going hard and like some weeks and going hard months at a time I'm going hard. And then sometimes I just like kind of ease off. And then I just kind of lose my steps and I got to run back to the narrow path um, down the road because I drift off. But this dream, like it just puts something in my head. It's like we can't waste our time we can't waste you know our resources and the knowledge and the passion that god put because there's people i know we he has put passion for god for him for him only like we will take god over anything and he's put that passion in our heart and we can't just squander that away and waste it you know we have a job especially in our young years not many young people are following christ you know, like not many people even know what it means to follow Christ. But when you have it and when God has placed a passion and desire in heart, don't run from it. Don't hide from it. Don't put it off. Don't put other things before God in your life because you don't know when it is today, tomorrow, whatever, that time you're going to meet it. And I'm not trying to, you know, scare anyone or trying to put fear like, oh, you're going to see God. You better do your work. That's not it. But I'm just saying, you know, we have this life. That God says in his word, it's a vapor. It's going to come. It's going to go. It's going to be like, it's so short. And if we have this knowledge and this truth and this and this passion for Christ, he's given it to you for a reason. He's let you know it for a reason. So go use it for his glory. Go preach. Go teach. Go do something. Go spread the love of God. Go spread the gospel. That's what he's called us to do. And you know what? So let's not waste our time. Let's not you know, put God as a secondary thing. Let's not have our life and sprinkle Jesus all over and call ourselves a Christian. Let's put God first. Let's put God above everything else and everything else behind it is good. Work on it, but you know, keep God in the 100% focus of your life. And then thinking this and going through this, like that next morning when I woke up, you know, uh, I was led to Ecclesiastes. Like if you haven't read Ecclesiastes, go read it. It's the most depressing, but most exciting and like encouraging book to read that's what i found like it's 
depressing as in a sense you know like life is meaningless blah 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 but like it, it gives you this like perspective that life is meaningless so live it for christ you know what i mean that's the kind of like the attitude and the perception i got from it and anyways after that dream i was led to ecclesiastes 12 it's kind of long i'm gonna read a little bit of it but anyways here it goes don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator honor him in your youth before you grow old and say life is not pleasant anymore Remember him before the light of the sun, moon, and stars is dim on your old eyes, and rain clouds continually to darken your sky. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your house start to tremble, and before your shoulders, the strong men stroop. Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants stop grinding, and before your eyes, the woman looking through the windows see dimly. Remember him before the door to life's opportunities is closed and the sound of work fades. Now you rise with the first chirping of the birds, but then all their sounds will grow faint. Remember him before you come fearful of falling and worrying about danger in the streets, before your hair turns white like an almond tree in the bloom and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper and a caperberry that no longer does inspires sexual desire. Remember him before the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners will weep at your funeral. Yes! Remember your creator now while you are young, before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken. Don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well, for then the dust will return to the earth and his spirit will return to the God who gave it. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher. Completely meaningless. So if there's anything I could tell you today is, you know, just don't waste your passion. Don't waste the knowledge and the resources God has given you, you know, use it for his glory. Don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait until someone else does something. Don't get preoccupied with everything else that can distract us in this world. You have a passion for a reason. You have a desire for a reason. Just submit to God's will. Read and pray and put your passion into work and you will see that God can use you in ways that you never thought were possible. Anyways, you just heard it. Go tell someone else. We'll see you in a couple of days. <music>